0: Hi, I'm Kristen, and I'm Mike, and we're lost in the Sunnydale Stacks. This is the Sunnydale Stacks, where every other week we immerse ourselves in the world of Sunnydale, California and review two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This week, we're dusting off Empty Places and Touched. Touched is such a weird name for an episode. Yep, it's, it's not quite as awkward as Dirty Girls. Show me where the episode touched you. Oh. <laughs> so you guys, our next episode, we will be talking about the series of finale of buffy the vampire slayer Oh, so many buffs it's insane it's been almost three years to the day Mm -hmm. lots of buffy lots of references i didn't get (laughs) lots
1: of conductor button hours
0: lots of so much conductor button
1: and about a thousand ambulances you didn't hear
0: (laughs) cut all those out you're welcome So we wanted to let you know that after our chosen episode, we're going to release a series wrap-up. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're going to have a lot of thoughts about the series as a whole, but the next episode, we're going to treat as our normal two-episode format. And then afterwards, we're going to have a post-mortem, if you will, <laughs> vampire joke. Uh, <laughs> <where> well, we- <laughs> just corpse joke, really? Corpse. I mean, yeah, zombies, no. all the corpses. It was a Buffy joke, guys. Uh, we're going to d- talk about the whole series uh, and save that for two weeks after our chosen episode. And, you know, we, we started this whole endeavor almost three years ago by mm-hmm. talking about what Buffy meant to us. I'm like, why do a podcast just on Buffy? And why do we want to talk about Buffy? And how has it affected our lives? And obviously the show is so special that we put in years to talking about it and you guys put in years to listening to us talk about it and sharing with us your thoughts on social media. And now we really want to hear from you. So what does Buffy mean to you? Why is this show so special to the stackers? We want all of you to record audio of yourselves answering that question and then email it to us. Mm -hmm. We'll share everyone's stories on our series wrap-up episode. Mm -hmm. So record your answer and send the audio file to Sunnydale Stacks, all one word, SunnydaleStacks at gmail.com. If you want to hear your voice on the Sunnydale Stacks, we want to hear from you. You've got until 420 I made it easy to remember, guys. Oh, for 20, bro. <laughs> You've got until April 20th. Send us an audio file by April 20th so we can get your answer on our series wrap up episode. Brings a tear to my eye. What does Buffy mean to you guys? Tell us. So now let's head into the Sunnydale stacks and open the books on Empty Places. There are no empty places on my bookshelf. Hmm. In reality, because I have a lot of books. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we finally found the limit of how much sunny day aliens will put up with. Mm-hmm. Everyone is leaving town, which begs the question: Why? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> why? And
1: I think I, I, I noted this later on, but I think it, it applies to this too. They're showing like a lot of symptoms of like, "Ooh, this is the worst ever." Look at how many people are gone and look at how people are fleeing and there's abandoned houses. But aside from the craziness at the school, yeah. we've seen nothing to show that the world as a whole has been affected by this evil.
0: Yeah. Like I would understand parents pulling their kids out of school. Yeah. Like that totally makes mm-hmm. sense. I would not want my child going to that school. Um, but and, like in past seasons, there have been straight up earthquakes Yeah, that people have the not school blew up. The school Nobody blew up. Fled. Yeah. There's been, like, invasions Mm -hmm. of things. And this, I can't think of what has been... I mean, you had, like, Ronnie the Snake Mm -hmm. eating dogs.
1: Which just felt like any other creature of the week, not something that, like, people were especially upset about.
0: Exactly. And we're not aware of, like, the bringers doing anything to the town as a whole. Yeah. They blew up the council, but that was on the other side of the ocean. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe the, I mean, like, if if the first has been appearing as dead people to everyone. Yeah. We've had no evidence of that. If there's been increased vampire activity, mm-hmm. which has been a thing in other seasons, that yeah. bad things know the apocalypse are coming and they they show up to Sunnydale. That's been a thing. But we haven't seen that this season. It feels
1: like it must have been, like, well, probably a combination of budgetary and time issues. Mm. Because I'm sure if they had all the money in the world, they'd show like two minutes of craziness throughout Sunnydale at some point in this back half of the season.
0: And that would have fit really well in the episode of high schoolers attacking the Slayer Mm -hmm. because that was not a big enough threat. No. So to see like the world at large going crazy. Yeah, that that would have been good. And then I could understand why everyone's leaving town. Yeah. Uh, but including that list of people leaving town is Clem.
1: Just realized I had of a, a typo in my notes.
0: Love it. It says okay. sweet clam. Sweet clams, those sweet clams. Those sweet sweet clams. I love clams. But Clem is really sweet in this. Clem in this is scene. adorable. Uh, Buffy talks to him in his car. She is wearing a white shirt.
1: Bum bum bum.
0: And SMG is losing her voice again.
1: Yeah, this She's- one is. Incredibly hard to ignore.
0: She is not having a healthy season. Like I don't know if it's the emotional strain, or
1: she get pneumonia.
0: She got pneumonia. Not eating. It's it, she's just not looking real healthy.
1: Well, and and like the the fact that you can really hear it in the episode is especially like distracting because she's playing both Buffy and the First. Right. If they had even just like. Found a way to dub her the first lines later.
0: Oh, yeah. I'd be f- I didn't consider ADRing.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd be a lot more comfortable with just like, okay, Buffy's got a hoarse voice today. That mm-hmm. happens. We've well, had Well, and again, you know, it's a
0: stressful time for her. Mm-hmm. Like so it's I'm if they mention it, I mean even in the last time they gave her a cup of tea. That's all I need, yep. really. I need just make sure I'm not crazy here. Yeah. Um yeah, I agree that they should have adr the first lines and just mention the fact that like her health is deteriorating mm-hmm. from stress. That is a thing. Stress is a killer, guys. Yeah, and it, meditate.
1: It's it's just other things find a way to address like uh, from Star Wars to Empire Strikes Back, they addressed that, you know, Mark Hamill had been in an accident sure. and his face looked a little different. Yeah. They were able to address that, but apparently not voice issues.
0: So Clem is cutting back on cats. Cause cholesterol, I mean, uh, morals. I, mean, morals. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. You just well, yeah, cholesterol, I mean, morals. <laughs> morals. Aww.
1: Clem just wants some delicious kitty. <laughs>
0: Giles and Willow uh, are interviewing a police officer. Willow's mind-bending him, but mm-hmm. doesn't have great control, which is good. I don't want her to have
1: great control. No, we don't, we don't need a, a Kilgrave up in here.
0: No. No. Oh, it's, yeah. it's not
1: a Purple Man situation.
0: Uh, we got a crazy guy repeating from beneath you, which we haven't had for a while. I like the callback.
1: And you know what? With all these crazy people, I think it's inevitable that we get the Queller,
0: come on, bring him oh. back, guys! Oh no, Queller He's, time! Nope, nope. He shows up in my apartment. <laughs> oh, I'll stick him on you. Be like Mike has has spotted some crazy conspiracy theories. Get him! Oh,
1: <laughs> you're just a life, little guy.
0: Yeah, gross. Uh, so did you notice the police officer's uniform? What it It says M P D. Not Sunnydale Police Department.
1: It's Metropolitan yes! Police Department.
0: Oh, my God. You don't find that hilarious?
1: I mean, it's more just like, oh, I guess they had to get the generic costumes.
0: The, season seven, so cheap. Yeah. They have no budget this season. They can't even get custom patches that say sun. Not only that, how many cops have we had in this series? These costumes exist somewhere.
1: yeah. I guess maybe they couldn't find the right sizes. They're like, I guess we have to switch to Metro police,
0: Metro police department. The police are looking for faith, which is good. I'm glad that they like, I I wouldn't, I don't know if I would have thought about it being the fact that we didn't see her escape prison in angel when, if we're just watching Buffy. So no part of me would have been like, wait a minute. Uh, It's, you know, it's the apocalypse. Shit's falling through the cracks. I would have been fine with it, but I do like the fact that they address it, That like, she's is a convict.
1: An escaped convict.
0: An escaped convict. Xander is in the hospital. Yeah. Oof. Uh, Buffy has terrible bedside manner.
1: Really? She's not great.
0: She's not doing... And it's not... It's very much not her normal personality. So it is jarring that she is all business. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you your diagnosis. And we're going to go over the logistics. And then I got to go. Yeah. Um... Which, but I I like it because I am guilty of the same things. When like I don't want to deal with something emotionally, mm. I will go into like office, office administrator mode. Mm, like, I let me deal that. with the logistics of this because I cannot deal emotionally right now.
1: I I I don't. I wouldn't say I do that myself too much, but I've definitely known people. There's people in my family who definitely do mm-hmm. that. Um, but yeah, I, it, it makes sense from that perspective.
0: But And it's the fact that it's outside her character. I like it because they don't need to like... They don't need Willow to call her out in this moment Mm -hmm. to say, Buffy, what are you talking about? Don't you want to talk to Xander about his feelings and not just his painkiller? Like, it's all you need is a look. And I'm like, yeah, I know what Willow's thinking. Mm -hmm. I know what Buffy's going through. Yeah. And... Can't
1: afford to... You know, relate at this moment,
0: right. It's like when her mom died, and she was just like, "If I stop dealing with the mm-hmm. logistical problems, I will never stop crying, uh, yeah, uh Xander, being Xander, he's already joking,,, mm-hmm. uh, which is somehow so much more touching than if he were crying, yeah, like this because well, is-
1: you'd only have half the tears,
0: oh God, ah, Mike. <laughs> My shame. Shame. <laughs> 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 I'm so proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, when he only used half a Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> it's just being practical. Uh, no, this is so sweet. I feel like if he were crying, it would be like, yep, here's another sad but." But like, yeah. He's already making jokes and Willow's trying to join in, but oh, she. Made my Patch. Willow. Don't make Willow cry. Stop making Willow cry. You're going to make me cry. If they start crying, I'll never stop crying. And then we're all crying, guys.
1: Then I throw up. It's a weird thing.
0: <laughs> uh, Anya and Andrew are teaming up as tutors. The beginning of the Anya Andrew team up. I just, they're a good pair. I like them. I like them together.
1: I like at one point where they talk about uh, um, injuries and you just very casually in the background see Rona like point to her I arm. I love
0: that. The point, the arm point. Just, just uh, hey yeah, guys, broke, remember this? Broke my arm. That's a thing. Yep. They say that Uber vamps can be staked, but only if you're super strong like you guys, right? Oh no. <laughs>
1: She should really know that by now.
0: Also, Andrew spelt steak wrong. <laughs> I,
1: cross it out. I, I love kidding. all of his his bits there. I, I love a good like visual aid, not being very aid-like bit is, is one of my favorites. It kind
0: of reminds me of season four with Gile- in Hush with Giles' oh, yeah. slideshow. Uh-huh. As <laughs> uh, so they have no info on Caleb, uh, potentials feeling real down right now. Kind of just... Losing their luster, uh, Anya <laughs> tells us that she's contributing because she needs to distract her distract herself from Xander. Uh, she'd much rather be around, and everyone's a little, yeah. a little oversharing.
1: I I do think that this has, has brought up uh, something I think we need to address okay. as a podcast. Oh, that we have misnamed our podcast. Oh, clearly the title should have been. What we see on the whiteboard or the little, um, uh, background there. Teeth, claws, breakup sex.
0: <laughs> I mean, it would show up so much better in searches, guys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although maybe it's probably best we don't put that into everybody's search, uh, history.
0: That's where also I'm thinking people that are searching for other things are going to be mm-hmm. disappointed. <laughs> it's about
1: breakup sex in here. They barely talk about teeth and claws.
0: <laughs> it's, um, real life. Just, first. just
1: watch the, uh, the, the, fish swim team episode.
0: Oh, that's, you guys. That's what you're looking for. No, nobody's looking for that ever. <laughs> oh, it's so horrible. <laughs> We're still talking about it. Yeah. Five seasons later.
1: <laughs> now, I just want to clarify, I think is, this is a lecture. Hmm. I don't count it as a speech necessarily. Okay. Great. It's like an, a, an informative, like, it's like a school lecture. So I, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't, this isn't going to count in the speech count.
0: Okay. <laughs> like uh, Kennedy asks Faith if she wants to share her chips. She says, trade you for a carton of cigarettes and some soap. And interesting watching this with subtitles because yeah. she, according to the subtitles, she says, have it that Kennedy gives her a look and she says, have it as in like, I'll give you the chips. I always thought that she said habit with a B because she's used to trading oh, stuff in jail that she goes, sorry, habit.
1: That's entirely what I thought it was.
0: Yeah. I, whoever did subtitles, I'm gonna say I'm right and You're wrong.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: have it I just feel like, no,
1: there's, it's, there's, mm-hmm. oh, otherwise that joke isn't complete then.
0: Yeah. Have it.
1: Sorry. Have it. Like, no, no, or you're just a weirdo. No,
0: nah, yeah, Mm-mm. no habit. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was on the DVD subtitles, which I do trust more than say Netflix subtitles, mm. which get crazy sometimes. <laughs> if you, so you, you're yeah. a fan of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? Mm-hmm. At okay. least, yeah, at least for the first season and a half, the nice lady at the law office who's mute, mm-hmm. and she just gives you a meaningful look, and someone's yeah. like, "Okay, I'm sorry, you're right." If you watch it on Netflix, they give her subtitles. What? (laughs) Yeah! She doesn't say shit. And someone took it upon themselves to be like, "Uh, I'm just going to interpret her looks and give her lines.
1: That is so weird.
0: And that's ruining the joke for deaf people.
1: Yeah, like...
0: The joke is that she doesn't say anything. Like, you can
1: have a a very, like, uh, descriptive caption of she gives an intimidating look she gives but if you're shame inspiring you don't
0: need that interpretation Mm -hmm. because you can see it
1: yeah i don't know who that's for (laughs) unless they're just lying (laughs) yeah which is super weird
0: so anyway i never trust netflix subtitles but the these are the dvd subtitles so but it is
1: also the last season DVD.
0: So cheap. So they cheap. hired the intern to do the subtitle. I'm going to choose to go with Habit with a B. Yeah. Habit. Uh, Buffy walks in and speaking of so cheap, they got the interns lighting this too. Buffy is backlit so she's just standing there like complete silhouette. You can't see it's, your face.
1: Uh, choice.
0: <laughs> Uh, So she's being overly short at home, too. Don wants to talk about Xander and his health and his how he's feeling. Mm -hmm. And she's she's kind of trying to be social and bantery. And Buffy's just like, nope, research this. Take the folder. Yeah. I
1: feel like you have to make an exception for your, you know, teenage sister who doesn't have a mom anymore when one of her, you know, close friends.
0: I know. I get it. I get it from both sides. Like, I totally understand, Dawn, Like, I want to connect with you on a human level, even if it's just mm-hmm. kind of jokey. I understand Buffy being like, "I don't. I don't have time. I don't mm-hmm. have the energy to to joke." I go through that a lot, where someone like says something sarcastic to me, and I'm like, "I don't." Sarcasty? I don't. Sarcasty. Yeah, that was on purpose. Okay. That is a, You knew exactly what I meant.
1: Uh, uh, that. Technically,
0: sure. Uh, that you just kind of like, I mean, just just do the thing. I don't, yeah. I can't today.
1: I, I, yes, and is that? <laughs>
0: right. are we good now? I'm gonna do that next time. You're gonna watch me have a bad day at work and <laughs> reference an 80s movie. I'm gonna go, Yes, and Mike. <laughs>
1: oh no, I've, I've traumatized so many ex improv students. <laughs>
0: Buffy goes to school and alone there. She's finally able to emote. Mm -hmm. And I like this because this is so in character. She did this when her mom died. She just needs to like, I don't, I don't want to cry in front of everyone Mm -hmm. and she can't be alone at home. So she goes to school except Caleb's there. And that's exactly who you want to see in this moment. I think, I think he's really going to cheer up. (laughs) It's just so comforting. Ain't that just like a woman punch him punch him with all of your punches expire your punch capability upon his face.
1: Now here I will call this a speech because yeah. he gets real talky.
0: He is a real talky. Yeah. Uh, everything he says is awful and deserves more punches.
1: What lines like I'm going to take such sweet pleasure in taming you.
0: Uh, you guys. Oh, my God. I scared the cat. You guys. I just. Uh. So remember when I had a problem with Woods? Um, uh, cheaty punchy thing. How was Cheaty punchy thing? <laughs> Sarcasty. Yeah, no. the words are my friends his his metal brace his metal brace for his arm his cheaty thing i want buffy that she needs that
1: yeah i feel like she should well in general and i think this has been a problem throughout the series but especially in series seven have some kind of weapon even if it's not like i'm carrying a giant axe and being suspicious like you can have like a mag light on you or something
0: do we know that caleb would not respond to a taser let's find out yeah Let's find if it's in your pocket.
1: Worked for Michelle Pfeiffer in
0: Batman Returns. So. I, I mean, and I, you know, I'm all about Michelle Pfeiffer in Batman <laughs> Returns. You, that's my girl. Yeah, that's my girl. Yeah. Uh. So surprise, he blames the state of the school on not having school prayer, and he he thinks that she should be excited to be part of the first evils rise. Punch him punch it with punches so they fight yeah uh he needs to fuck off but instead he knocks her unconscious
1: it is it does feel like at this point it is one of those why not just kill her i know you have i guess you're planning for her to lead the potentials into another trap
0: again if you kill her there are no other slayers called yeah. So I understood if this were faith, mm-hmm. yeah, you can't. You need to say faith maybe, for the maybe end. Maybe
1: they're worried that that could happen because everything's so wonky.
0: Maybe, yeah. They it's, don't really I express had, that though. I also just think like the the first evil just very confident, yeah, and just really wants Buffy to be there at the end to see everything go down. Mm. I'm gonna go with like first evil wants to gloat because it's a dick. Yeah.
1: It definitely has not taken upon all the opportunities present to it to uh fuck shit up. Like to like kill potentials or oh yeah. Kill that Buffy, a, like, yeah, like yeah.
0: when they were in the winery before, he killed like three potentials. But yeah. you could have killed way more. If the plan is to kill all the potentials, then Faith, then Buffy, again, that plan won't work. Mm-hmm. But if that's the plan yeah. You could be picking off these little girls so easy.
1: Because, I mean, and you did it with, you know, Chloe a mm-hmm. couple of weeks back where she was forced to kill herself. So it is a little weird that they aren't doing more. I guess I can understand that I want Buffy to be there because clearly the, the first has a thing about Buffy. It keeps showing up as Buffy.
0: I Yeah, I think it's just like... first voice and all. The f- Yeah, but the, the first is just really into this idea of like really rubbing their noses into this final showdown in the Hellmouth with the Uber Vamps. Well,
1: I would say that's not a healthy choice, unlike the ice cream we're about to see in the the summer's home.
0: What, what about the ice cream?
1: It was... I swear to God, it was healthy choice ice cream,
0: which
1: <laughs> I, I feel like I don't remember, but it sounds... Exactly right that that was a thing at some point. Sure,
0: yeah, that sounds. I mean, all natural ingredients. Yeah, yeah. sounds so good. A healthy choice ice I'm, cream. I'm all about it. Let's let's sample some. It's dinner time. Um, yeah, yeah. You can convince me that ice cream is healthy for me. ritual thinking, please. Well, yeah, it's yeah. It's got vitamins in there. Like I some dairy is milk is does the body good, mm-hmm. and yeah. It's yeah,
1: the 90s were all about uh, milk commercials. Apparently nobody knew about milk before 1991. <laughs> no,
0: we needed to advertise it. Dawn found an abandoned mission, uh, and they have no idea where its members had gone. I kind of... The storyline, this whole thing feels... I just went with it. It's like I'm not quite understanding what's happening here. I'm going yeah. with it.
1: I mean, I they, they talked about we're looking up religious crimes...
0: Oh, it's, yeah. that Yeah, that's it. They want to find yeah. out where Caleb came from because he has to have a history. I don't. An abandoned mission doesn't. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. It. I mean, once once Giles finds the little mark in the picture, that makes sense. But it seems like they're already pretty suspicious of it before that. And yeah. I don't.
0: It's a stretch. It's yeah. a stretch because they need to get Spike out of here. And somehow the yeah. scythe needs to be a thing. Mm-hmm. So Giles sends Spike to check out the mission. I do like that Spike's very uh, suspicious of Giles sending him away. <laughs> it's right to believe that. Yeah. And also, we're going to send Andrew with you. Like That's not the best backup. <laughs> but I understand Giles wanting to get rid of Andrew. And thus begins the best spinoff series ever. All the Andrew and Spike spinoff. Just oh, like Spandrew. the the Incredible Hulk TV show. Like the walking down the side of the street.
1: he's are just going to have a backpack on one shoulder. Yes. Thumbs out.
0: Like pushing the broken down motorcycle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want that so hard, you guys.
1: But then Spike will have a blanket over his head. Yes. Daytime.
0: Someone draw this for me. Faith takes the potentials to the bronze to help them let off steam. I support this move, actually. I'm a big believer in like, you cannot work yourself. 24 hours a day at some point your brain stops and you need to recharge like chris and i will talk about like we're working really hard we're you know on top of normal jobs with filming and all this other stuff and just at some point it's like all right that's it we're done we're turning off the computers we're gonna go play video game like we got just you need to just let yourself recharge at some point so i support this i know that you don't support the underage drinking
1: no, I do not. No, you don't. It's fine. Yeah. but even Faith is like, we're going to get you a nice seven up.
0: And then I like that she drinks the drink. This oh, yeah. does look like it's a Manhattan. Like it looks like a serious drink. Like it this isn't. This
1: isn't. There's there's some kind of brown liquor in there.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah it doesn't. This doesn't feel like. Um, it's a very eighteen year old drink. Like a Coors Light. <laughs> like it just. You know.
1: It does. It doesn't feel like a Bartles and James wine cooler.
0: Yeah, like a a, a very a keg beer that's mostly head <laughs> like just that is that is an injury drinking drink <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile an injured buffy comes home to an empty roost she's clearly pissed that giles spent sent spike away i like how when you think about this like it's the rest of this episode does not work if spike's not gone yeah like the his their whole mission out there seems pretty pointless mm-hmm except for the fact that like, well, yeah, but they needed to get rid of spike period. No,
1: and, and it, part of me almost wonders if it would have made, if there would have been some way to shuffle it around where you have it kind of happening in an almost concurrent way with Giles sending spike to die. If those were like, a, butted it up against each other a little bit more. So maybe somehow that was involved in why spike wasn't there at the moment. Yeah. Um, just to kind of like doubly enforce like why Buffy's feeling betrayed. Um, but I feel like this is a decent enough excuse to do it. And they find some fun things at the mission. Yeah. Even though it, it, it is very obvious that's why it's there.
0: Yes. So the bronze, uh, the cops try to arrest Faith. Or they do arrest her, actually. They do get the cups on, mm-hmm. cuffs on her. Um, and they are terrible cops they're awful uh, so they, previously when they were talking with willow and giles the one guy's like you know we're really itching for some justice yeah. sounds like this convict needs some justice
1: they got real justice boners over there those really
0: cops. big into it so they're very excited about finding faith and murdering her in cold blood mm. you know justice Sure. Yeah. Uh, so they take her to the murder alley. That's where you murder people. Mm-hmm. I mean, Netflix. murder cops
1: go to the murder alley. Sure.
0: I love the way Dawn stands up to these cops. Yeah. She is just like, they can't hurt. Like, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm a citizen. I'm not breaking the law. They can't do anything to us. I'm moving right past you. And then he yep. shoots the damn ceiling.
1: And it's like, uh, mm, uh I guess we're not going for that phone.
0: These are not good cops. Yeah. <laughs> like mm, nor- normal cop rules don't apply. Yeah. It was funny. So I actually called 911 at work today. Oh, fun. Yeah. And the cop showed up, and like the very first thing he says to me, goes, I need you to be aware you're on a body cam. I'm like, uh, thanks. I, okay. Anyways, hi. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, guess, I guess. You're
0: very aggressive about the body cam. I mean, do you need me to sign a permission slip? I'm fine.
1: I mean, I guess it's good that they're not like trying to be deceptive about it. But oh, it's, yeah. It seems a bit aggro to be like, just so you know.
0: He said it to like everyone that he passed, maybe
1: was maybe he's really is, is like <laughs> proud of that body cam.
0: I think he wants to be a director,
1: <laughs> guys. guys I got a body cam? oh, do they make him wear those? no, no. It's just a thing I want.
0: <laughs> New technology. It's very exciting. <laughs> anyway. Oh,
1: that explains the clip lights.
0: <laughs> your lighting is, I need you to get, it's more dramatic if it's from the side, not straight on. I was just telling you about
1: this pickpocket. I don't really. The shadow
0: I, under your nose looks bad. We're going to do it up, up to the left and then down. It,
1: can, can I just <laughs> like write it down? <laughs> this is also, I think, possibly the scene with the worst 80 yard Oh, I can't even say it. The worst 80 yard line ever. Mm. Where I think it's supposed to be Rona, I think, (laughs) just over some random shot of the cops in the Brahm saying, These cops are really getting hell mouthed. Ah! It sounds and it sounds just that forced if you like listen for it. (laughs) It's it's just like, oh, we didn't this wasn't clear. Um, do we have any of the actresses? Who hasn't left? Uh, you. Girl who plays Rona. Uh, just say this into the mic. What? What? What's the kind? Con- just say it. Uh, you really
0: think the audience is so stupid they can't figure out why the cops these are These cops are pretty-
1: really getting hell-mouthed. Okay, that's fine. We don't need to check levels or anything. Just put it in.
0: I wonder if they were worried that people would be offended at the idea of, like... It was
1: probably something like that of, like... It might have even been, like, a standards and practices thing of, like, well, you're saying cops just go around killing people? Like,
0: no. It's clear um, that they're acting fucking crazy because yeah. of the hell mouth.
1: which has been established not only this episode but other episodes that the hell mouth is doing weird things to people
0: yes no we're regular we're regular watchers yeah we get it <laughs> watchers yeah uh so kennedy takes his gun i got she has no super strength this yeah. is badass yeah these girls are re- like this scene not only do i support faith like getting them out of the fucking house mm-hmm. but also like you really see their training start to pay off. I mean, no, like, Dawn nice. just jumps on one's back, and you're like, I mean...
1: It is still Dawn.
0: You were trained on some fighting with Buffy before the potential showed up. So this is a very girly move. Yeah. But other than that, they're kicking the asses of some grown-ass men. With, with I'm assuming, at least
1: some kind of combat training. Combat training,
0: weapons, and these girls do not have super strength. Mm-hmm. All the props to your training. Yeah. So, and I just, this is, I just feel like a, I don't know. This scene feels good. Obviously yeah. the cops like are humans, but they're being influenced by evil mm-hmm. and they're doing bad things yeah. and they need to be restrained. I'm not saying murder them. I'm not saying slay them. I'm just saying like they're being influenced. So you're saying the drunk underage girls shouldn't murder police officers? <laughs> I'm just saying this fight is like good versus evil. Mm-hmm. And like, as a girl, without superpowers it was know. just uh, that I I mean I make a mean casserole no I don't actually I'm a terrible cook <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was perhaps the most like 80s joke ever on this podcast and that's including <laughs> everything I've ever said <laughs> I'm gonna make a mean casserole.
0: The least feminist thing I've ever <laughs> said in my life. But- <laughs> <laughs> make a casserole.
1: Sorry to any any stackers out there who love casserole, <laughs> but it is it is something I associate with like everyone's aunt makes casseroles. <laughs> sure.
0: Um, th- but like as a girl without superpowers, this idea of like with good training you can defend yourself and stand up for what's mm-hmm. right and kick some ass. This is just fun for me to watch like fuck yeah
1: no that is that is a good point that like at least this part of the episode they do have some fun with all the different characters and how they've grown and that it's a fight in the bronze the last bronze fight um bye bronze Oh, I thought you were saying, mm, I think there's another scene in the no, bronze fight. No, like,
0: that made me kind of sad. Oh, yeah. Seven seasons of bronze fights. I know. And now it's not going to exist anymore.
1: Oh, poor bronze. They're, maybe they'll open up a, a new location in uh, Funny Vale,
0: the town <laughs> where and
1: Sunnydale. They haven't re- met. That's populated by now.
0: clowns. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> and they have one giant clown college and a big old clown airport and a clown zoo. <laughs> Which is just what I call a prison for clowns. <laughs> clown clown too.
0: zoo. <laughs> so Buffy chooses now, of all times, to show up mm-hmm. after the cops have been beaten up, and it just looks <laughs> like they're picking up, picking on civil servants.
1: It does not look great when you come in <laughs> to see somebody with a bunch of uh, battered cops at their feet. Like, uh, I can explain. <laughs> <laughs> Check their body cam. <laughs> Uh, oh there's i gotta scroll through all this all this weird color balance stuff okay <laughs> slate and
0: uh so and then faith faith makes it worse she always does she gets defensive and so yeah. she's gotta just piss you off and push your buttons she goes well you didn't keep them safe at the vineyard punch Ooh, <laughs> and goes, oh yeah. fuck! Don't- there are
1: some low blows this episode like that yeah. Uh, even, even, uh, earlier with, uh, Kennedy saying, uh, the whole, oh, and he could take out a slayer with one punch. Ooh, rough.
0: Everyone's picking on Buffy. Yeah. It's, it's rough. I mean, I'd lose my voice too.
1: That's but- what nobody, nobody attacks around when they, when they shared like, and you lost your voice and you haven't told any of us why.
0: <laughs> Cause I'm crying alone in the school because you guys keep picking on me.
1: I'm looking at production stills from the first season. It's making me really upset. I'm losing my voice.
0: (laughs) Why production stills?
1: It just looks like the picture she was looking at, I'm pretty sure it's like.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Spike and Andrew on the motorcycle. Oh, I love the little bonding over the onion blossom. I just want to play like 80s male bonding music. They're just like, they're on a field trip. They're so excited. Best buddies forever. (laughs) That
1: classic song.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. The Blooming Onion, which is how we all learned how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That now if I ever see a Blooming Onion, which I haven't eaten one, sadly in years. Yeah. Sadly. Well, it's
1: really, it's something you can only reasonably get with a large group of people at a restaurant that hasn't.
0: Yeah. Like, even for two people, that is a bit, l- I mean, yeah. that, like, that's going to be your whole meal that you share together.
1: And that's that's kind of a crazy meal to have, like, even worse for you onion rings.
0: <laughs> and, and like there's no i mean like a giant onion and bread and green, there's no health benefits from that dinner. You
1: you you'll technically have calories from it to, <laughs> for your body to burn.
0: I suppose onions have
1: fiber. Probably. Maybe. To I don't know how much of that is like fried out of it.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh so yeah, sadly I have not had one in years. Uh but every time I see one on a commercial or on TV, yeah. I immediately think of the scene. Like, I know how they make that now. Yep. Wood shows up at the Summer's house and talks to Faith on the porch.
1: Oh, might be some Faith. Wood going on?
0: I don't know what's going on. Uh, I kind of like the idea that, like, Faith's just like, look, no one else is going to say it. I'm going to give myself props for not trying to kill Buffy. I've done it before. <laughs> she kind of deserved it. She punched me and I didn't fight back. Whatever. I deserve a gold star for today. Not really, but... It's improvement. I mean, yes. And Buffy kind of was being a bitch. Yes, I guess
1: it's improvement. She's no longer trying to murder. But I I feel like... She's
0: going to open her jacket and you just see gold star stickers. She's giving herself a gold star every time Buffy pisses her off and Faith doesn't punch her. Mm -hmm. You deserve those gold stars. It's fine. Spike and Andrew show up at the mission... They are attacked by a monk or a priest or whatever this guy is uh, with Caleb's insignia burned on his face. Oh, poor guy. The monk shows them a hidden room that Caleb found and translated on the wall, it says, it is not for thee. It is Ooh. for her alone to wield. Oh,
1: who did, did they about Debbie?
0: Oh, sure. Debbie. Yeah. yeah this is my favorite potential. Wait, wasn't there a Debbie? Probably. There's a Debbie and Buffy. Hold on. I can picture her. There's little Debbie's. No. <laughs> those are fabulous. Delicious. Um the chocolate cream is alone for her to yield. <laughs> hey, buddy, I'm Debbie. Oh, no. It's the Frankenstein episode. The boyfriend that makes himself go crazy with rage cuz he's jealous. Mm-hmm with Scott. It's where we meet Scott Hope yeah. and the girl's who gets beat up. Her name is Debbie.
1: Oh, uh, okay. That's probably why I don't remember. Cause I was just so overshadowed by the great character, Scott Hope.
0: Oh, just, uh, that was gonna That was going to kill me. Yeah. No, I was like, pick, I can picture her face looking desperate and crazy. <laughs> My favorite character. Xander comes home. Oh, poor Xander. And his big moment is overshadowed by an immediate speech. Yeah, that pissed me off. Yeah, like I mean,
1: second speech of the episode, and Xander,
0: it's... I wanted to wait till you were here. I very something very important to say. I'm like, oh, you're going to welcome him home and yeah. and thank him for his sacrifice and and going back to help Kennedy. And now he's permanently scarred for like, No, you're going to make a speech about Caleb. Great, so glad that Xander even here, like kind
1: of. ramp up from like talking about like uh, the 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 wounds we've suffered sure. into
0: sacrifice great sacrifice nope nope nope, nope.
1: so i can i kind of don't mind what happens next
0: i feel like this episode does a good job of ramping up to this moment but like yeah. all the things that happen in this episode culminate in this moment and mm-hmm. if if you didn't have all these things building up yeah. it would never have happened
1: like if this had if this scene you just basically cut from at the vineyard Maybe like Willow did a spell to like put an eye patch on Xander, and you had basically this scene as the start of this episode. It would be like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like they, I, some people might like feel like, oh, we don't trust Buffy anymore, (laughs) but I definitely feel like there's a reasonable setup in this episode to like her going, not just failing at the vineyard with that particular outing, Mm
0: -hmm. but just
1: the way she responds to characters really making them lose, no pun, faith in her.
0: Yes. So she says that Caleb's not guarding the Hellmouth. He's guarding the cellar. So even though he's trying to get us to go to the school and look at the seal, Mm -hmm. we should go back to the vineyard.
1: Because that worked so well the first time.
0: Yeah. I totally understand about where they're like, fuck that idea. Also because she's like... I don't know what he's guarding, but there's something mm, pass.
1: Wasn't that pretty much the same reason we went last time?
0: Yeah, like a, a hard pass. Not doing that. Uh, Faith and Giles both say it's a nice theory, but there's zero proof. Mm-hmm. So way too dangerous. And Buffy says, I'm the leader. So you have to do what I say, period.
1: Democracies don't win battles.
0: Oof. Yeah. Uh as an American <laughs> uh, we don't like that <laughs> well and I get what
1: you're saying about if if it's in the context of in the heat of battle you don't stop to take a vote sure but maybe take a vote about what are we battling over when should we go to battle yeah uh, who who decides when we go to battle yes something like that
0: also Anya has a very good point she's like no one appoint none of us appointed you general yeah you just kind you're, of
1: assumed you were.
0: You just basically took over as dictator. And like, yes, she was given the mantle of Slayer. There are yeah. plenty of dictators that have said God has made them mm-hmm. whatever in charge. And she's like, I'll hear you, but whatever. I'm the Slayer. Mm, so is Faith. Yeah. You can't even. Not a bad point. Like it just, you know, you and I are both both experience being in management positions and i think we both understand that being a manager you're being a leader but you're not being bossy
1: no you can
0: be the boss without being bossy Mm
1: -hmm. there's there's a fine line you have to find ways to be like i I really need you to do this but i'm not like barking orders at you
0: and it may come down to to at some point like but look, you need to do this. Yeah. And like, I'm not being unreasonable. Here are my reasons why this yeah. needs to happen. But that doesn't mean that like, and I'm never going to, like, you broke your foot. Fuck that. Do it anyways.
1: <laughs> Clear that toilet now. <laughs>
0: um, I do like that when, when you know, they say like, well, fate's a slayer too. Fate's really just like, what? Uh... No, 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 no. No, guys uh
1: no i'm rewind i, I sit in the, in the in the back of the class for a reason yeah I'm, i don't want to get called on
0: i'm the sarcastic one uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> make it a thing
1: Kristen's really trying to make sarcastic
0: happen guys it's fetch uh she says no we buffy says we can't vote not until i can take you out drinking too also a good point
1: yeah yeah i mean it it does seem like as much as i don't agree with a lot of how Buffy's handled at least the interpersonal re- uh, relationships recently. Definitely don't think that Faith is a better option for a leader.
0: No, but I mean, you are talking to like 16, 17-year-olds that like, you know, an election is should not be the same as a popularity contest, mm-hmm. you know, and, and – too often school council stuff because you're dealing with children. It's the most popular person. It's not necessarily the best student govern student body president.
1: I think I may have told the story of how there was a kid in my high school who the year before he was class president had a moment that when we were looking at something on a map and on a globe to make a point, teacher pointed out on both, both surfaces at that moment, he decided... Well, not decided, I should say. He realized, oh, the Earth is round.
0: Oh. Oh.
1: As a high school student. Oh. He had finally, like, it clicked that the Earth was round. He was class president. I don't think it was because of his great
0: policies. <laughs> uh, one of the great thinkers of our time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, So, Don tells Buffy, you can't stay here. Oof. This is my house too. Yeah. Couple of things. Buffy pays that mortgage.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, for with what now? She doesn't even have a job.
0: Also fair. Uh, is this... So, you know, in conversations with dead people, we talked about Joyce's prophecy. Mm-hmm. And was it the first? Was it actually Joyce's ghost appearing to Dawn and saying... When the moment comes Buffy won't choose you. Super interesting yeah. idea. It doesn't really fit in this moment. No.
1: If anything it's almost the reverse.
0: It's it's you don't choose Buffy. Yeah. It would be really cool in this moment if something mirrored what Joyce said in conversations yeah. with dead people, and you called it back. And whether it was, th- you know, the first plane, the long con, mm-hmm. and seeding Dawn's doubt in her sister, all the way, yeah. however many episodes ago that was, that would have been awesome. I just don't see it.
1: No. I mean, you could definitely make the argument that that doubt might have been a contributing factor. To why Dawn feels at a place where she's willing to say, no, Buffy, you need to leave, but it's not direct enough for mm-hmm. that to be that impactful. And it could have happened without that.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: So it's, it's, it's not the same as, you know, literally like something that Joyce slashed the first, depending on how you interpret it. If something very clear cut, like she will do this and this happened.
0: Or using so the same words. That like exactly. The, the yeah. fact that Joyce says, I can remember the words that Joyce says, when the time comes, Buffy won't choose you. Yeah. If those words were mirrored, mirrored in mm-hmm. this scene, I would immediately be like, oh, yeah, this is yeah. either Joyce ghost or the first.
1: Find some way to make it like, Buffy, you have to choose between being the leader or being my sister. Mm. And like. She chooses leader, and then that's part of why Dawn... Yeah. ...sides with... Something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Buffy leaves, driven out of her own home. Mm. This is where I'm no longer a fan of Rona, because she says, ding-dong, the witch is dead. Yeah.
1: Too soon, Rona. Fuck the
0: fuck off, bitch.
1: Although, um, before we get too far away, I want to give some credit to some really... um, Savage lines in this in the in this previous scene. That is the most savage by okay. far. Yeah. I also uh love uh Faith's uh I think the question is can you follow? Mm. That one's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I perhaps second only to Rona's is Xander's I'm trying to see your point buff, but maybe it's a little bit to my left.
0: Oh, oh shit! Oof my goof. Shit. That one hurts. That is yeah. Oh, that that knocks the wind right out of you! God yeah. damn.
1: And I also, uh, for clarification, I don't think it ever gets to the point where anyone's giving a speech. Although it does have a very speechy vibe. The last scene, yeah, it's it's set it's set up like they're going to give a speech, but it ends up being a a big uh, Buffy pylon.
0: So, what's the lesson in empty places? A leader serves the people. Being a leader is more than just barking orders, and if that's your idea of leading, the people that you're quote unquote leading may oust you. Yeah,
1: they're not gonna keep following. Can you follow? Mm-hmm. So, what do you think about this one? This one I liked better than I I remembered it
0: because
1: mm-hmm. I think in really analyzing it, I I I, I found that they set up the groundwork for the end a lot more than i had i had remembered mm-hmm. and there's also some good character moments i'm not going to say it's perfect it definitely isn't doesn't have the satisfaction of being like in any way a one-off episode mm-hmm. like even the stuff that's a little bit one-off y, like the police that's still very tied up in the rest of the plot um so it is a little table setting in a way that i'm not a big fan of but for that kind of episode i think it's really solid
0: so we're getting back to my issue of like between end of days empty places and touch they get mixed in my head is yeah. all like one long episode because there is to me no clear delineation of like here's what happens in this one mm-hmm. and then here's what happens in there. it's just it's one long thing with a bunch of episodes or a bunch of titles that don't make a ton of sense
1: yeah it's not immediately like oh yeah empty places that's obviously the one where Buffy gets thrown out
0: shouldn't an empty places be the one where she spends the whole episode in an empty house
1: Well, it's just foreshadowing.
0: I'm just saying. uh, So while I have an issue with that, that I would like, I mean, but I had the same issue at the end of season five, that it was just like, all these titles make no no sense and they all run together. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's a little depressing, but it's, that's good because we need it to get them to get to a low point so that when they, spoilers, triumph later... it's that much more satisfying. Good good wins in the end. (laughs) But I, I do like that. You can see like, you can see like the writers working out, like here are all the things that need to fall into place in order for these people to ditch Buffy. If one of these things had not happened, they would not have turned on her. Um, I I wish that the Spike and Andrew thing mattered more.
1: Yeah, that it felt a little more natural, like this is something they had been working towards, not just like a, oh, here, there's some exposition over here. Let's go send these guys off.
0: I'd be fine with that if what they found was more memorable than some writing on the wall. Yeah. It just, it didn't feel like, it felt like something could be accomplished with a phone call. The Spike-Andrew relationship is so wonderful that I'm all, let it go.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess it could be considered a cheat of with taking Andrew out as well, that you don't have to have him pile on to Buffy because
0: I don't see that happening. I kind of feel like Andrew would defend
1: her. Yeah. Cause, and I think that's probably another reason it was good that he was, he was out of the house. Um, cause it would be hard to make him hate Buffy because if any of the treatment that he's gotten so far, hasn't made him hate everyone, then I don't know what she would do that would make it that, much worse for him i guess he could maybe be swayed to like she almost killed you in that basement man but i think he he gets it that she was yeah. doing a thing there they they don't have to like make the character unlikable in the way that you would have to to make him also pile on to buffet when it's like dude she could have easily just like killed you it would have had you know enough enough reason that probably everyone would have gone along with it
0: again i think She's also paying to feed all these people. I'm kind of stuck on the financial aspect of like, you assholes. She does not make a ton of money as a school counselor, and she has spent all of it on you guys.
1: All of it on kids' cereal.
0: Literally nobody else has a job. Go get jobs.
1: I'm assuming Giles has some savings. Sure. Buying all those books. But I mean he's he's spending half of that on Airfare right now. So who knows what he's contributing?
0: (laughs) It's time to take a break and hear from our sponsor recording and when you're ready Mike we're rolling
1: Ah, the French champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence but now there is a California champagne by Caleb inspired by that excellence it's fermented in the bottle and like the best French champagne it's vintage dated by the first evil cut
0: Mike, uh, you were slurring a bit. Take it again.
1: Mm, all right.
0: Ah, the
1: French. Champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. But now there is a California champagne by Caleb, inspired by that excellence. It's fermented in the bottle like the best French champagne. It's vintage dated by the first evil. For the finest wine, go to shallow... Cha- sh- Shadow Valley Vineyards. Shadow Valley Vineyards. We never slay a bottle before it's time.
0: Cut. Okay, we only have a few minutes, but before we move on, let's take that first part again. Ah, the French. No. Okay, uh, let's try this. Mike, say, uh. Ah. No, stop. Okay, say, a uh, pony. Ah, uh, pony. Okay, now say, ah, uh, the French.
1: Ah, uh, the French.
0: Good enough. Okay. Moving on. Okay, so next page there is the second ad.
1: We know a remote vineyard in Sunnydale, where Mr. Caleb lives. In July, grapes grow there. Do you really mean that? I think it's much lovelier to say grapes first. You just get the image of Caleb, then the grapes.
0: Yeah, but please just take it again from in July.
1: In July, grapes grow there. They're harvested for, a uh, French champagne.
0: I'm um, so stop. Uh, sorry, can we take it again? Same problem, and remember, in July, first.
1: Yes, always. I always say that. It's just...
0: All right, my, can we do it again? Just, how about every July instead? Does that work for you?
1: In July, every July. Of course it is in July. It's every July. That's just bad copy. In July... You know, I tell you, there's too much directing going around here.
0: Okay, let's just get one more take here.
1: Why? Why? I didn't find the first time.
0: Well, I mean, there was a slight gonk.
1: Would you mind telling me what a gonk is? An
0: outside noise.
1: Uh, this is a very wearying one.
0: Just one more time, please.
1: We know a remote vineyard in Sunnydale, where Mr. Caleb lives. This is a lot of shit, you know that? You want one more?
0: Yes, but please emphasize Mr. in Mr. Caleb.
1: What? That's almost as bad as the inn in July. I couldn't direct any living actor in Shakespeare this way. What is it you want? Because I just don't see it.
0: (sighs) We know a remote vineyard in Sunnydale where Mr. Caleb lives. In July, grapes grow there. They're harvested for a French champagne made right here in California at Shadow Valley Vineyards. Shadow Valley Vineyards. We never slay a bottle before it's time.
1: I'll show myself out.
0: Yeah, always. It's time to put empty places back on the shelf and open the books on touch. So the revolution not going so smoothly but it will be televised <laughs> they are they're fighting power goes out
1: you know it's intense because the the camera's handheld
0: oh yes it's just uh it's not locked down i'm so stressed out
1: <laughs> i do love the joke here of somebody saying i second that to
0: that, <laughs> voting against
1: parliamentary, parliamentary procedure
0: yeah. can we stop talking about parliamentary procedure i second that <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for how many times Amanda had to say the words parliamentary procedure because saying yeah, it, it once parliamentary is Parliamentary
1: procedure. Parliament. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she Ooh. says it so many times. Now if it was parliamentary funkadelic. I mean, piece of cake. Speaking of funkadelic. Nope. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's see. What if this episode was funkadelic? Well, but, maybe one thing.
0: Uh, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, so Buffy's just wandering the sidewalk, but seriously, where would you go?
1: <laughs> yeah. Where do you go now? Um,
0: where do you go from here?
1: Uh, well, it looks like she's just literally right down the block. It looks like the same block there. I mean,
0: on. I think it's literally two minutes after she left. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she, she can't go to the school yeah. because last time she went there, Caleb, mm-hmm. uh, Spike's script is not a thing anymore. Yeah. Don't know what happened to Xander's apartment, but she's not welcome there because he no. just kicked her out of her own house. What's Scott Hope up to? <laughs> I just, I, this, again, I know I'm a broken record. She pays the mortgage. They should have gone to Xander's place. Oh my God,
1: that would be a nightmare.
0: Yeah, they deserve it oh. for being little bitches.
1: Nobody deserves that kind of housing.
0: <laughs> Anya's apartment was also very nice.
1: Yeah, what happened to Adia's apartment?
0: Right, y'all get the fuck out. I just I want her to turn around in the doorway and be like, "Wait a minute, get the fuck out of my house." <laughs> so Buffy breaks into a house, assuming that it's abandoned, mm-hmm. and I just realized something. This watching guys, I seriously just realized something. For years now, years, I have wondered something. They they she immediately after they like said get out, she immediately walked out the door. They didn't give her time to change into her sad overalls. Hmm. That's why she's not wearing them. <laughs> I'm okay with it now. It's yeah. always bothered me. She's, she's not, not in overalls. overalls. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, that's how cruel they are. Mm-hmm. They didn't live a print on her on overalls.
1: You know, if they had the money, I think what they also would have done is before she got to the house, she would have gone to the overall store. Yeah. And seen that it had been looted and been like, no. Oh, my God. There was time now. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, gosh,
0: oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, sad overall. Yeah. <laughs> uh Meanwhile, Andrew and Spike are waiting for the sun to go down. I'm playing I Spy. Aw. The only thing in the room is the bloody tapestry. <laughs> I.
1: There is a deleted line that I wish was in there, and this is legitimate <laughs> okay. of why. Uh, and uh, he, I spy something that starts with why. And Spike's like, there's nothing in the bloody room that starts with why. says, Yet another tapestry.
0: (laughs) I thought you were going to say you. Aww. (laughs) Kennedy and Faith are kind of in a power struggle. Which she was very much in character for Kennedy. Yeah. That like, she's just kind of naturally ready to like, Mm -hmm. boss everyone around.
1: Yeah, she's very forward, very, very aggro in a way. And pretty much everything she does. Romantic relationships, basement talks.
0: (laughs) So Faith with a good plan. The first, Caleb, and the Uber Vamps are all untouchable, mm-hmm. so let's not try to touch them. <laughs> but the bringers, kind of expendable, not too hard to take down. Dawn no. did it. So we're going to kidnap Ooh. one, make him talk. So that leads to Kennedy. <laughs> I, I, I love it. the idea of revenge of her, you know, like kind of being a bitch to fame. Mm-hmm. is now the bait yeah. walking down the murder alley. Uh, the Bringers attack her, but then everyone dogpiles uh, Giles in the, I mean, straight up rodeoing yeah. that Bringer, like hog time.
1: I'm glad because like, Giles has had a rough couple episodes. He like tried to kill Spike and now like Buffy hates him. This is a good one kind of for the background. him. It's like, oh, good for, good for you, Giles.
0: If only Olivia showed up later during the Bone Fest.
1: <sighs> if only.
0: So it uh, turns out, though, that his... The bringer's tongue is ripped out, so he can't Mm. really talk. But Don, showing up with a translation spell, said, oh, Mm. there's this theme in whatever it was, Sumerian, Turkish, Turkish, thank you, that like makes, it's supposed to be for the dying that can't say goodbye Mm. to their loved ones, but they're going to try to use it on the bringer. Which led me to, reminded me of a discussion that Chris and I had Mm. a while ago that we were talking about Justice League. And Chris was saying how, Damn it! I can never remember his name. Robot man, cyber person, cyborg. <laughs> that one. <laughs> I can never remember his name. <laughs>
1: it's much easier to say cyber per- person.
0: <laughs> I know, like Cyberman is a Doctor Who thing. Cy- and you wanted to be more inclusive. <laughs> so cyborg, like in Justice League, is the science geek, mm-hmm. right? But that's the Flash's job. So it's a problem in Justice League that you have these two science-y people and they just take that personality trait away from the Flash and mm-hmm. give it to Cyborg. So yeah. the one of them has nothing to do. Reminded me of season seven of Buffy. Yeah. Because Willow is the witch mm-hmm. and you're giving her magic shit to other people. Yeah. She should be the one that has this idea of the spell, not, oh, Dawn has a spell and Willow's like, yeah, that might work. no give Dawn something else to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I keep going back to nobody in the group has medical knowledge and people are getting hurt yeah. all the time. So the idea of nurse Dawn. And you know what
1: I, I kind of like for Dawn is just like kind of being the administrator in a way of like organizing the office of everything. Sure. She was the one who like took the inventory of the the sure. slayer bag. Like I'm going the organizational skill yeah. seem there. Yes. Yeah.
0: And that's, you know, like the idea that, between Willow and Dawn and Anya and Giles, they're all kind of the magic-y person. They're all kind of the demon-y people. And, like, no, we need clear delineation. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. not that, like, you're not allowed to know anything, but it just, I feel like would be, it would feel like people are not superfluous if it Mm -hmm. were clear that, like, oh, Anya has firsthand demon knowledge, so she can help out there. Willow's the witch and the computer person. She's Mm -hmm. got those two in the bag. Giles has history knowledge because Mm -hmm. he's the book guy.
1: And he might have like outside connections because he's like lived a life before Sunnydale. He wasn't a teenager who grew up into this. Yeah.
0: So if Dawn's in charge of like normal human stuff, like making sure everyone gets fed. Yeah. Or like we are on a chore schedule, guys. Mm -hmm. Clean up after yourselves. Just give her something else to do. I don't. It feels weird that she has magic knowledge that Willow doesn't.
1: It, it feels like they're like, well, we need to make sure Dawn still feels cool. And it's like, no, I think it would be cooler in, in a very Star Trek way of like, no, like, you know, McCoy doesn't shoot his phaser off a whole bunch. He's, yes. he's using his medical knowledge. Dawn's using either, yeah, like she studies something that she knows she could be good at, or it's just like, I'm already pretty good at organizing stuff and running my own house because I've had to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm still, I still believe, and I've said this since Riley had nothing to do. One of them needs to be the McCoy, if you will, the medical officer. And, like, Dawn has always been a good student. Mm -hmm. People are always getting hurt. She should be the one bandaging people up. Spike and Andrew return, and they tell Spike, Buffy took some time off. (laughs) Euphemisms. Yep. We get a speech. Speech, very angry speech, and this is effective. And he says, "How dare you?" Thank you. Mm -hmm. Someone need to say it. So you, she literally died for you, you traitors. Awesome moment. Yeah, it's interesting that like these are things that I feel like like you kind of expect Xander to say Mm. because he's always coming to people's defenses. Yeah, but probably because her last plan resulted in his eye being gouged out. And He's she, not
1: really, like, feeling Buffy right now. And
0: she also showed him zero sympathy afterwards. Yeah. So, yeah. I do like this line from Fate, though. Save your lack of breath. Oh, burn. Damn, girl. I love you. <laughs> I just love her. Uh, so they fight. Love it. Yeah. Yes. These two punch each other all day. So hot. <laughs> So Willow does the spell to give a voice to the bringer, uh, which results in Andrew speaking for the bringer.
1: I love that they ignore him for, like, well past what anybody else would be like. (laughs) Oh, clearly he's speaking in tongues. It's like, Andrew shit again.
0: (laughs) Andrew shit again. Uh Oh, no. Andrew just keeps shitting all over the place. Don't do that in the corner, Andrew. We have a room uh, just for that. It's the room that you kept recording yourself talking in that has a different purpose. So am just so confused.
1: <laughs> I just have a regular picture of, of Andrew <laughs> just in a corner looking like that, that look when an animal's doing something and they don't know why you're upset at them. Like,
0: Arr! No, I picture toddlers when they're like at that age where mm. they're like, they're about to be done with diapers, but they're not quite there yet, but they're well aware of what they're doing, that they Mm -hmm. like go off in a corner and you can see them like pooping (laughs) their pants. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, so this is really great how he starts off that he's annoying them. I forget what he's talking about. And they're just like, oh, shut up. And he keeps talking. He's like, I am the, I am one with the blah, blah, blah. Like, geez, fool yourself much. (laughs) Uh, and he said, he tells them we prepare an arsenal beneath the dirt, which is kind of the extent of the knowledge we get from yeah. him. We get the, the bringers view themselves as all one part of the first. Like he, they speak in the royal we, which is interesting. Yeah. But it, basically it's, there's an arsenal beneath the ground.
1: And it also makes it it feel like they're a little less human. It's a little more okay to like kill them when they're like. Lemmings. Yeah. Yeah. Although, there's that other line that Caleb has in this episode where he's like, Oh, I don't think they sweat. I think they pant like dogs, which doesn't even make sense. They don't have tongues.
0: <laughs> that is a good point. Yeah. 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 Weird. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm going down like a weird thought tunnel here. I'm back. It's okay, okay. yeah. Down the bringer hole? (laughs) Ew. I don't want to be in the bringer's hole. It's full of weird scabs with no tongues. (laughs) I mean, I definitely don't want to be in the bringer's hole where there are
1: tongues. You'd think so.
0: (laughs) It might be fun in there. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Oh, get to the end of the episode. Yeah,
0: (laughs) we're going to get to the orgy soon. (laughs) Spike finds Buffy. And I like his, his, the line here, but like, I didn't even need an invite to get into this place.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a little, I'm of two minds because part of me is like, was that just a, oh, we don't want to have to bother with that for this scene? Or is it like, oh, you know, it'd be cool. Let's I have think the vampire it's probably
0: part. retconned. I think it's basically yeah. like, oh shit, how did we get him in the house? But yeah. then like, yeah, it is cooler when it's just like, this sounds so for shit. I don't even need an invite anymore. <laughs> He tells her she was right about going to the vineyard, but she doesn't want to hear it He doesn't want to leave the bed. Mm-hmm. And girl, been there. No, like this is I every like as much as watching Buffy in the state is does not make for compelling television. No. This is so relatable. The idea that like I don't care, I just want to sleep. Don't just nobody. Like you could tell me I won the lottery, and somebody's days like I don't fucking care. Just leave me to leave me to sleep.
1: So let me sleep in this. Random guy's bed.
0: It is a little creepy. Uh, Did you change the sheets? I don't. uh, I wouldn't be comfy. I would go to a hotel, like an abandoned hotel. It'd be like it's I mean, granted, those beds are creepy as fuck, too. I know I like to not think about it. They don't. They don't wash those sheets. So the mayor appears to faith. I love this. Yeah. Faith and the mayor again. More of this. Just the two of them all the time. And
1: also, like, not just it's great to have uh, Harry Grainer back as the mayor talking to Faith, but just like the first using a dead person yes. to get to somebody. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I yes. again, I understand. They're budgetary actor constraints. People have lives outside of the show, but like this is why this is what we oh, need more yeah. of. If you're going to use this concept,
0: and he's he's so the mayor where he tells yep. her. It's the end of humanity, Faith, not the end of Courtesy. Oh. <laughs> uh, he tells her Buffy's dangerous. She already tried to kill you once. Yeah.
1: Talking about sticking the knife in your belly. It's just, ugh. Like, ugh.
0: Mm. Uh, Meanwhile, Spike says that Buffy needs to go back. They need you. It's chaos without you. They're like, really? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. they Sleeping bags everywhere. Big mess. <laughs> I do like the the line of like I don't really know I hit Faith a bunch of times and left, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she says I cut myself off from everyone when I didn't have to. Okay, here's my big problem with this scene, mm-hmm. putting aside the fact that like it's not super compelling to watch Buffy be like not doing anything like a slug yeah. like it and like again I'm not criticizing. Yeah, I understand where she is and that is a totally human reaction. The blocking here is so unnatural. Mm. It is always bothered me yeah that the idea that they're this is like high school theater blocking Mm -hmm. the idea that like one of them sits on the bed and the one who is speaking stands in front of them to make their speech and then when it's the next person's chance to talk they switch yeah and then when this next person when the other person wants to talk they switch again that's so natural that's so weird and like in this same you know, it's weird because it's so distracting that I noticed it. Yeah. I'm not usually thinking about blocking when I'm watching television.
1: Yeah. You, you, you have to be pretty egregious for blocking to matter in a a format where there's like all sorts of other lighting and editing things that distract you from it. Yeah. yeah, That is rough.
0: It's the same way. Like I don't usually notice editing. So when an editing thing Mm. is weird, I'm like, this must be really weird if I noticed it, but yeah, I hate the blocking. And she even... Th- they call it out. She calls it out. She's like, please, you know, take the stage as yours. I'm like, you're literally treating it like a stage. Why? It's two people talking. It doesn't make it better to call it out. Yeah. Like, have him go around. If you need to, like, switch it up so they're not just staying... Like, mm-hmm. th- here's what I think happened. They realized, do we have, like, a five-minute scene where they're literally staying in the same spots talking? Yeah. First off, that's how life works. But I get it. It doesn't make for interesting television. Yeah. Great. So Spike walks around to the other side of the bed, and mm-hmm. you've now reestablished the 180 line, yeah. and you have a new blocking. He sits down next to her at the bed, and they're sitting side by side, and again, the 180 line has now changed, and we can switch the camera to the, like, the fuck?
1: Yeah. And there's, like, lots of ways, I think, to comfortably motivate Spike to move in the room. Yes. But not so much Buffy, because the whole point is that she She's doesn't frozen. want to move or do anything.
0: Yes. Agreed.
1: I don't really. There's definitely speech like behavior in a lot of this scene. I don't really count it as speech. Oh, I totally
0: counted speech. At least Spike's last one. That one, when we get to it, that one. Definitely a speech. That one I do.
1: But But the rest of them, it's more just kind of like monologue dialogue. Long long paragraphs. Yeah. Um,
0: I do like. I love the part where Buffy's like, What are you trying to say? And Spike says, I don't know. I'll know it when I've said it. Something pissed me off. Hold on a second. I'm like, that is me that is, that is me yeah. when i start talking I'm like hold on wait i don't know where i'm going with this, i have a point there's something something's gonna happen if it's i keep gonna... talking
1: yes so, and kristen exactly
0: yes i'm just gonna keep going <laughs> so this is his big speech uh, i'm gonna say it best speech of the series whoa yeah that's series i i find I, me a better one um Ooh! oh the last one though And chosen. Ah! Yeah, no, Ty. Well, well,
1: you can think of it two different ways. Because this one is like, it's just the speech. There's no like, we're going to put this over a montage of things happening. Yeah. This is just a character saying dialogue in a speech form. But yeah, just that I do love the line. And it gives me like tingles that like really good moments of television do where it just feels like there's a lot of history behind it and that's why it's so effective the 100 plus years and there's only one thing i'm sure of you oh Oh my
0: god here's the thing here's the thing about this speech who doesn't want to hear Mm -hmm. any of this yeah i am someone who suffers from low self-esteem i think most people do right
1: even if it's not a regular thing, at some point, it ha- it definitely happens.
0: I don't know anyone that doesn't, even if you are uncomfortable with compliments, and plenty of people get super uncomfortable if you compliment them, it doesn't mean they don't enjoy hearing it. Mm-hmm. It just means that they don't know how to react. So I don't know anyone that doesn't hear stuff like this and think like, just, oh my God, how great. I don't know many people that really think, hey, I'm awesome. Yeah. The, I mean, like there are plenty of people that act like they think they're awesome, mm-hmm. but really, not many people think they're awesome. But everyone wants to find someone else that thinks they're awesome. Yeah. Even if they feel like deep down, I don't deserve it. Everyone wants someone else to think you're the one. You're mm. amazing. Yeah. And it's ah, oh, hearing this, and he when he says to her, "You're a hell of a woman.
1: You're oh. the one."
0: started crying. I was bawling Aww. at my TV. I was crying so hard. It's such a beautiful moment. Yeah. Oh, Spike. I forgive season six Spike now. Uh,
1: I I forgive season seven Spike.
0: Not,
1: <laughs> uh, season six Spike, you're still on probation.
0: <laughs> um. So then he goes to to leave her to rest and she says, can you stay here? And I love that he offers to sleep on the chair. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't even occur to him like he, yeah. he, he just assumes, like, yeah, you want me to stay yeah. in the room? I'll sleep on the other side of the
1: room. I love that he, he also references Monty Python showing he's been spending too much time with Andrew.
0: <laughs> also fair. And she clarifies, like, no, will you just... And she moves over on the bed, just hold me.
1: It is sweet. I'm still... A, I'm not sure if I'm there yet. on Am I comfortable with, you know, them sharing a bed, even if it's just... But it's, for comfort.
0: I think it's so important the way yeah. they do it where it is a hundred percent consensual that he yes. yeah. never assumed even that he was going to stay in the same room. Mm-hmm. And then when she says, no, I do want you to just stay in the room. Yeah. He doesn't even assume that they're going to be in the same piece of furniture. Not even yeah. like, I'll be on the other side of the bed. And he's like, "Nope, yeah. different piece of furniture. Mm-hmm. You get a king size bed to yourself. And then she invites him onto the bed and asks him to. Yeah. And she says, I just want you to hold me. And he does not make a move the whole night.
1: Well, yeah, because if, if you made a move, then...
0: No, but that's why this yeah. scene is so important that, mm-hmm. like, it is it is showing that it is not the same person as yeah. season six. I get that. So, Wood and Faith.
1: Make an uh, interesting team. Faith and who? Robin.
0: No, come on. The one time.
1: <laughs> would you like me to say something else?
0: <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> So, uh, he finds her after the mayor pieces out and she's mm-hmm. all freaked out. Uh, I do you like the line of like, oh, the first knows how to find your Achilles heel. Like, it does a heel thing too. <laughs> I love her. Oh, what okay. a great matchup, but like yeah. educator and like the one that doesn't even, didn't even finish high school. Yeah. So like they're talking yeah. to, Wood talks to Buffy about what the, you know, what the first does and talks about. Appearing as people that are close to you. And he says, um, we all wait. Want... Did you say
1: Wood said to Buffy?
0: What I say? Sure. I don't know. Faith.
1: Faith, Buffy. Gotta say.
0: have Faith. Faith. The faith. <laughs> um, faith says, I wish Buffy were here. I like that Wood backs her up and says, You're a slayer too. You've got this. Aww. And then they uh she uh she gets wood.
1: And uh, she does say it's been a while. It's
0: been a while. It's been a while. That's here's another line that I always heard differently than the subtitles. Uh <laughs> which is weird. I was heard it as pork me now. Um <laughs> I heard it was heard it as bow chick Well wow, wow. <laughs> uh no, she so she says it's been a while. Been a while. And according to the uh, subtitle, she says, Am I out of line? Mm-hmm. I always heard it as might hurt a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds nothing alike. No. They sound alike.
1: And, and the way you heard it is insane to just say.
0: <laughs> that is not good bedroom talk. No, it <laughs> like, might hurt a lot. <laughs> like he should be like whoa no <laughs> What on whose end
1: why what what's happening
0: so <laughs> apparently i'm the only one that heard that I'm, am i out of line is a much better line because you think know what you're
1: out of line in hearing it as it might hear a lot
0: well so it makes it interesting that this entire sequence of we've got four different couples all banging it out mm-hmm five in my head if you count, you know, Olivia flying in to say hi to Giles.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's what happened in my head, guys. And all of them are about consent. Mm. And it's interesting that like yeah. the last kind of sexiness that we're going to get out of this series yeah. really. Um, you know, Buffy and Spike's scene is all about consent. And this point like Faith who has almost raped Xander in the past.
1: And Definitely under the uh, the definition of, like, false pretense, raped Riley. Um, sure,
0: yes. Yeah. Uh, don't remember what happens on Angel, but that's a weird thing, right?
1: It. I remember being magic-based in some way. I'd have to go check.
0: But, yeah. So she confirms consent here. And in the next room, Kennedy has got somehow gotten a whole bedroom to herself. Yeah. I have no idea where the potentials are. There's a lot of girls crammed in that basement, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <Just>
1: like, <laughs> Maybe there's a whole nother sex scene going on down there.
0: Ooh, uh, that pillow fight scene.
1: Yes, inside man- imagination. <laughs> Did it really look to you like Willow was walking in on on Faith and Wood the way it was edited? Oh no. Because it looked a hundred percent like that. And I was like
0: <laughs> what, what Oh my god. Willow and Wood and Faith. That is the hottest threesome.
1: That would be pretty hot. That
0: would be pretty awesome.
1: I mean, Willow wouldn't be that into it. She'd be in a part of it. She'd be in a part of it. No, I'm, let's be honest. That would be enough.
0: She also got... I mean...
1: Eh. I mean, I guess we don't know.
0: She has she, a past. I don't know if she at all identifies as bisexual. But she's, she's, al-
1: she's always like... Since she's like dated to her, identify as lesbian, but I'm not sure if that's just more like a thing of I'm dating women,
0: I'm but correct. I might
1: also still be open to who knows.
0: She seemed to have a lot of fun in the bedroom with Oz.
1: Yeah, and a little bit with Xander, too.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. So yeah, she may be up for a threesome. Faith would definitely be up for a threesome. Oh, yeah.
1: There's one character on Buffy that's up for a threesome. It it's is Faith. Definitely.
0: <laughs> uh, so Willow... You know, walks into sexy scene and she's, she's very nervous. Mm -hmm. And Kennedy asks her why. And they have this nice talk where Willow's afraid to let go. And Mm -hmm. then if she has a happy moment, what's going to happen? She's
1: going to go on jealous on us.
0: And Kennedy has really learned about consent this season.
1: Somewhere at some point off screen.
0: Don't, I mean, what's interesting is that I've always kind of watched this scene and been like, I'm a little bored it's just not as sexy as the other scenes. I never particularly cared for Kennedy and it's fine. I'm not unhappy that it's happening, but it's just like, ah, yeah, dark Willow. We know we did this with Warren, but actually I like it now because we need to see that Kennedy has grown as a human.
1: I do like that, but it, it feels, I guess the thing is I'm not that invested in the relationship because we haven't seen it develop that much. We've had like, one you know the yeah. the the one episode that was very much like about their relationship with the whole Warren incident and that stuff and just like a lot of stuff in the background yeah. a lot of like tertiary little side oh, things about like I guess they're
0: holding hands now
1: yeah or like oh they're making out while Andrew's filming the woodwork mm
0: mm-hmm.
1: where it's just like i and every other one even like you know faith and wood yeah i'm not invested in their relationship but it, their sex scene isn't about their relationship. It's about them like finding some, some, some pleasure before, sure. you know, shit goes down, which is totally something I understand for those characters. And I understand and support those characters doing that. Whereas like this one is like, Oh, this relationship. I, I don't know. Give me some, give me some more at Anya Xander action. Cause that I'm invested in at least.
0: Speaking of which, <laughs> uh, so the house is echoing with moans. And Anya and Xander are listening to it and eating ice cream and talking about like, look, if we're done having sex, everyone else should be too, because this is terrible for us.
1: Mm-hmm. He's going to show Anya that one-eyed monster.
0: <sighs> himself. I mean. Uh, so proud. Showing show so, himself. So proud. So this is where we get the orgy montage. Everyone's sex montage, having
1: sex. So much fucking. <laughs>
0: so much sex.
1: Surprise tongue stud, by the way. Did right? not
0: realize that was there. Didn't, have Didn't know never notice that was there, and also like never understood the understood the tongue tongue stud thing. I get it now. Boop. I get it. Yep, got it. Um, so in the fucking montage, uh, <laughs> Sp- and very importantly, Spike and Buffy just holding yep. each other, staring into each other's eyes. Mm-hmm. This is a kind of connection they have never had before, yep. even when they were fucking. So that's very mm-hmm. important uh faith and wood i mean robin kennedy and willow with the tongue ring willow is, obviously does lose control but mm-hmm. does not lose control so yeah. that's cool and then vander and anya are on the kitchen floor and just, i love it yeah. just going to town they ice, you know ice cream it's i mean they really liked that ice cream you guys
1: i, I don't know why but i really thought you could say great lubricant i was like, <laughs> Really?
0: Ew! I feel like,
1: bro, it gets sticky. So
0: sticky. <laughs>
1: Gross. I don't know why, but I was like, "That's a hundred percent what Kristen's about to say." I was like, "No, it's not." Oh wait, that would be, be pure madness if she said that.
0: No, clearly that's gelato.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's it's better lubricant if you get it in Europe.
0: <laughs> in your what?
1: Uh. (laughs) i'm so proud (laughs) wait now you're doing an impression of buffy from last episode
0: uh Uh. Uh, so the first kind of looks like it's watching them from (laughs) i get what you're saying saying yeah standing in the vineyard staring off into space Mm -hmm. but it's almost like they're watching he's watching it's watching it on tv
1: and then does a little speech so another speech another
0: speech says i just want to feel and caleb says uh they're just sinners you are sin it's a good Mm -hmm. line yeah andrew later relays his and spike's road trip Uh, And Faith decides that she's taking the potentials to the arsenal. They found something Mm -hmm. underground somewhere. Yeah. Whatever. It's
1: their arsenal.
0: Great. The other reason that this is, like, completely, like, just disposable is whatever location they're in that's the arsenal is the most boring-looking basement.
1: Yeah, it just – it really does look like they just went to, like – Hey, uh, location scout, do we have a big space we haven't used yet this season? Cool, let's do it there.
0: Great. The basement of my apartment building? Got it. We'll
1: wave some flashlights around, try to make it look cool.
0: Yeah. And like, it's interesting if you're trying to juxtapose the two underground Mm -hmm. scenes, like, really interesting looking vineyard fight. Super boring potentials and faith looking for the arsenal. Almost like a meta thing of like, hey, don't you, maybe Buffy
1: is more exciting, right, guys? Yeah.
0: Uh, So Spike wakes up to find Buffy gone. She went to the vineyard without help.
1: Oh no. And Caleb's
0: there. We get a slow-mo Matrix it dodge.
1: It is so a Matrix, which is like, even at, at this point, it was probably a little dated to do probably. like a Matrix.
0: Whoa. Those interns were so proud. And this is intercut with the potentials finding the the world's weakest arsenal. It's like my kitchen knife block.
1: And like a couple axes.
0: Yeah. like That's clearly not the arsenal. Yeah. And then the bringers show up and they fight and it mm. they do. they It's so cheap that they're trying oh. to like make it seem cooler by having to be real dark and there's just flashlights. Yeah. So there may have been some cool sleighs in here, but I have no idea because you can't see shit.
1: It feels more like they didn't have much. So they just lit it very darkly and had the flashlights to make you like fill in the blanks for yourself because we don't have the time or budget that,
0: exactly. to Exactly. Yeah. So Caleb knocks over a barrel that reveals a passageway. Bad move, dude! Like yeah. he, because he didn't like knock it down accidentally. He just got pissed and threw it. Yeah, it's
1: like you really gotta choose your barrels wisely. You're no Donkey Kong. So. Yeah, you've
0: got plenty of barrels in that place. Uh, so th- when you're watching this and the potentials find a door and they're going down some stairs the yeah. same way that Buffy finds that passageway and goes down some stairs, did you think they were going to end up at the same place?
1: I, I don't know. I've always kind of felt that it was super obvious. Maybe it's just I've watched too much TV, which I definitely have, that it was going to end of like, oh, Buffy's gonna find something, Fate's gonna find probably a bomb.
0: Oh, is it the, I remember the first time I'm watching it being like, they're gonna run into each other. And it's this like mm. message about, blah, about like both your styles of work or whatever. And yeah. we ended up in the same place. That uh, actually,
1: I think I might like that more. Because obviously, <laughs> it, it wouldn't have been like the first thing that popped in my head. Um, and it's kind of a nice little like sentiment to be like, Maybe I was a little bit wrong, but uh, maybe you're a little bit wrong, but maybe we were both a lot right too.
0: So she finds the scythe, which I don't know how to spell. You can't see my notes. So guess how I did that? Ooh. (laughs) It's very sword in the stone.
1: Yeah. I do not like this design. Oh. It looks way too modern to
0: me. I was going to, my only issue with it is I need it to look older.
1: And that's, and that really takes me out of it. Yeah. Like, the actual like it's like a multi almost like a Swiss army weapon it's kind of cool, sure. um, but the fact that it looks like this could not have been produced pre twentieth century, yeah, looks is really distracting to me,
0: yeah, it's I mean, it would have to be metal, obviously, yeah. it would have to be metal to work. but, like, if you look at swords that were made mm-hmm. hundreds of years ago. Yeah. They are not this shiny, even when you polish them. Yeah, they're not,
1: like, chromy.
0: Yes, it's chrome. It's yeah. And red. Yeah, red
1: metal, I don't think it, or if it was, it wouldn't have been in the same way that, like, a 50s
0: Cadillac is red. Sure, which, so, like, if, if it didn't, if it wasn't supposed to, like, have existed for, like, mm. as long as layers have existed, yeah. or whenever the fuck it was invented. Or even if
1: it was something of, like, and it, it takes the form that the, the slayer requires something like it magically changes form. Sure. I'd be fine with that. Okay. But it's just like the fact that it's supposed to be this ancient weapon and looks super modern always just has been too much of a disconnect for me.
0: Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, so even like, it, it's so sword in the stone stone, by the way, that when she finds it, a choir kicks in. Yeah. Uh, Faith meanwhile, finds a bomb, which is weird, except that you know that Caleb planted the bomb yeah. for the watchers. So like, this is his go-to move. Yeah, I mean
1: it's a little weird in the context of like Buffy isn't usually a show where there's bombs, but there is a bomb guy. And also again, just something about it is like, oh, this seems like there's going to be an ambush and probably what it's going to be is a bomb because otherwise like what would the ambush be? There's more bringers than they thought. When there's thought. like
0: 5 seconds left in an episode yeah. and you there's like a big box that you're going to run like it's yeah. clearly going to be a bomb. It's going to be a bomb. Like where is that 24 beeping noise? Burp, burp, burp,
1: burp, burp.
0: So the beeping does continue over the credits, which I think is a nice touch that like, even when it's like black and says like, whatever, created by Joss Whedon, like Mm -hmm. beep, beep, like ah! Oh no! Get over there! what do you think of this one?
1: It's pretty okay. There's some great moments, but again, a lot of the same issues of the last episode where it's a lot of like table setting, Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to like, oh, this is definitely the episode where this happens. I guess it's kind of memorable that its name's touched because it's when everybody touches mm-hmm. sexually they have <laughs> sex guys
0: it'd be too on the nose if they just call the episode orgy just fuck party
1: um <laughs> oh, which episode was that uh it was either it was
0: either go fish
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was either get it done or fuck party um
0: what was the fuck party episode? There was a fuck party episode. <laughs> the one, the one where there was literally a party where they fucked the whole time. You know what I'm talking about? Not what where the called fuck party, but that's what it was. Not where the wild things are. Oh, but something like that.
1: Oh, oh god. Okay. Oh, but speaking of fucking. Um, <laughs> This uh this episode is the uh it contains the first uh lesbian sex scene on network television.
0: Go Willow and Kennedy. Yeah. With Good a time. tongue
1: ring no doubt. Yeah.
0: Really? We're not counting once more with feeling?
1: That's implied oral. I don't think they count that. And I mean, again, this, this one is,
0: is also pretty implied. I you know, I'm giving it to So one what you're
1: saying feeling. is is unless there's full penetration of some kind, it's not really sex. No. Now who's the monster? <laughs>
0: No, I'm saying once more with feeling counts. I guess. Yeah, I I agree. I think this episode is hot. There's a lot of like hotness mm-hmm. happening. Bound chick. Wow, wow. Um, but it is does it again, these three episodes kinda run together. Yeah. Um, it sucks that like there's this great moment with Buffy and Spike. Mm-hmm. And it's super in character for Buffy to be having this moment where she doesn't want to do anything. that's yeah. not super interesting to watch. So I kind of remember this one is like, oh, this is the one where Buffy's in bed the whole time. And then Spike gives a speech. Is how I remember this episode. Mm, yeah. And I never remember what is going on with the rest of them. Yeah. Because the whole, again, the whole like arsenal underground thing. Uh, I know. Yeah. That's-
1: Fine, but it's it's not it's not like a stellar like oh yeah, the part where they go to the underground thing and find a bomb. That was the coolest ending ever.
0: Yeah. It's
1: so like, oh yeah, that, that seems about right.
0: Oh but that's speech though.
1: Mm-hmm. Speaking of speeches, uh my official speech count for this week, I'm gonna say four. There's yeah. two per episode. There's a lot of speech like dialogue. There's definitely like the scene where Buffy gets taken down is Set up like a speech, it is almost a speech, but then gets cut off.
0: Gotcha. So my official
1: speech count, four.
0: Uh white shirts for this week? Only one, <gasps> but she only wears one shirt between the two episodes. Oh, that's so right. So a hundred percent of her shirts are white.
1: Ooh. So for for you uh, maintaining the the uh, sandel St. Stacks Wikipedia page uh, <laughs> which is no one uh, just make sure to note the percentage of white shirts <laughs> we had this week but if you are looking up something on Wikipedia you might be looking up something from a different country and much like us you're going international. Buffy Tapage Vampirit Ernie Dragon Das <laughs> Rind Fleschkanu Future Ryeplay international. I'm going to talk about it when we get to it, guys. We may have one of my favorite alternate titles. Yes. <laughs> I'm so
0: excited.
1: Okay. So I'll do it in reverse order because Touched wasn't quite as good. Um, German alternate title for Touched, Source of Power. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, I'm like, French.
0: I'm like, that through, I'm like the scythe, I guess. I so guess. the pat the last, or like, like two seconds of the episode. Okay. Yeah. Fine.
1: Or may, who not, maybe in, in Germany, that's a more common, like thing of like sometimes people talk about like your your, your center your sexuality. It is your translates of to power. fuck party. Yeah, it's, it translates to fuck party. Um, one thing I hope does not translate to fuck party is the French alternative title of Touched Counterattack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was French. <laughs> you just you're just so uh, nasty in the bedroom.
1: Uh, speaking of those nasty French, empty <laughs> places <laughs> <laughs> alternate title. Say that. Frenchwood is uh, La Fronde, the rebellion. Um, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, uh, and it, you know what? It does. It's you remember? Oh, the rebellion when they kicked. Sure, sure, that makes sense. Now this one takes some explaining because not just the title itself, it's the punctuation. Yes.
0: Okay. So you know how most titles are capitalized? Oh damn it! I thought we were going to go with an exclamation point. Yes. Oh, we still are. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. So,
1: none of these words are capitalized. Okay. There's an exclamation the, not point. Not even the
0: first letter. No. The, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: What starts this title is very surprising. Okay. So, it ends with an exclamation point. There are three words. None of them capitalized. Yes. What starts the title is an ellipses. title, oh. The German title is ellipses. You are out. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> so, dot, dot, dot. You are out.
1: <laughs> None of it capitalized.
0: They were watching baseball.
1: <laughs> what is happening in Germany, guys?
0: They were watching a baseball game. They got confused. Uh, you out? It's um, uh, Angels in the Outfield. They got so confused, guys. It has magic in it, right? <laughs> an ellipses, an exclamation point, and no capital letters. It's, it's so I bizarre. think, I mean, it took us to like... The third to last episode. Guys, I think we hit the best alternate title. Yep. Now it's time to celebrate Buffy's badassery with this week's Slay of the Week. So it's mostly bringers. <laughs> mostly the bringers. A lot of which we can't see because it's in the dark with flashlights. Yep.
1: Um, I was tempted to, because uh, I love the moment where Amanda kind of bow rushes one of the guys. Yeah. But there's no clear sleigh there, so I think I have to go with. And also, because frankly, he needs a win. uh, I'm going to go with the throat slit by Giles. Me too. So badass of just like.
0: It's kind of the only only sleigh. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it is kind of badass that like he's talking about blah blah blah, Caleb blah blah blah, and Giles just like fuck this guy. Yep. You shut up. Yep.
1: Very ripper. (laughs) He he ripped him.
0: Yeah. I want to remind everyone before we go to send an audio file to sunnydale stacks at gmail.com and tell us what Buffy means to you. You have until 420. 420, brah. 420 to be on our series wrap up episode after our chosen episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Sunnydale stacks. Please like us on Facebook. Look for us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunnydale Stacks to ask us questions or share your own opinions and memories about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, or shoot us an email at Sunnydale Stacks at gmail.com. The Sunnydale Stacks is a part of the 27th Letter Productions Network. Look for our sister podcast, Hey Do You Remember, and join us next time when we dust off End of Days and Chosen what? when we get lost in the Sunnydale Stacks. Ever find your way out of these stacks?
1: Oh, we're trapped forever. It's been three years. You would think that we just go to the end of a stack and it would be like the end?
0: I keep pausing the Z's.
1: <laughs> it's getting me very tired. <laughs>